Hi, everyone, and welcome to MGMA's Week in Review podcast. Each week, we look to give you some of the most interesting, compelling, and helpful information that's taking place in that healthcare space each week. So let's get right to it. Our first article looks at in-house leadership development. The question that MGMA is asking its members this week is, is an in-house leadership development program right for your medical group? This article first appeared on MGMA.com. Effective decision-making, better strategic planning, better team cohesion, and employee retention. The list of outcomes from investing in leadership development in medical group practices is long and varied. And just about everyone agrees that it's necessary to succeed in a rapidly evolving industry such as healthcare. But the questions of how much is invested and which specific mechanisms are needed to build a new generation of healthcare leaders have never produced one size fits all answers. And we learned that in our July 25th MGMA stat poll. In this poll, we asked medical group leaders how they provide leadership development within their organizations. 38% they use CEU allowances or tuition help. Another 32% said they use an in-house program dedicated to leadership, while another 9% said they use consulting services to help develop leaders in their organization. And then about 21% responded other, and a lot of these responses were all of the above, a combination of those already mentioned, pretty much just a multiple answer of options there. So let's take a more in-depth look at what leadership development efforts look like today. CEU allowances and tuition aid reimbursement for leadership development purposes stood out as the top answer and was also the most frequently cited component of a broader range of strategies from those who answered other. But when it comes to how medical practices are approaching this method of giving employees a path to professional development, 71% did not make changes to the amount of CEU allowances offered in the past year, nor did they expand the offerings to employees who might have been previously eligible in the past. However, 23% of respondents did increase the organization's investment towards CEU allowances. Of particular concern in the CEU tuition area for healthcare organization, human resource leaders, is making sure that those eligible are taking advantage of those benefits. Some practice leaders told MGMA that they saw a slight decrease in participation this past year, which could be due to managers, directors, and others feeling the strain of staffing shortages and spending more time recruiting, interviewing candidates, and taking on new duties to cover for positions left open due to turnover or attrition. One practice leader told us that in the past year, it's been important to specifically focus on existing managers to make time for leadership development. And despite those challenges, 
to free up directors and other top leaders in the organization to focus more on high-level strategy and to work to their full scope. Another area of opportunity are the comments from many practice leaders who responded to the poll that they have an array of informal plans or programs to make learning opportunities available, but not necessarily structured or aligned specifically with organizational mission or goals in mind. As we think ahead on leadership education, just a quick reminder, registration is now open for the 2023 Leaders Conference. It's hosted by MGMA and it's powered by you, the MGMA members. This event is going to be held October 22nd through the 25th in Nashville, Music City. Before we sign off, let's revisit this idea of leadership development. Let's take a deeper dive into that by digging into an article that appeared in the July 2023 issue of MGMA Connection Magazine. These ideas and quotes come from Susan Alloy, PhD and FACMPE. Susan's also Interim Assistant Program Director and Professor for the Doctor of Health Sciences Population Health Program at Thomas Jefferson University. Alloy said that in all of my research over the past 24 months, I found that 80% of health systems believed the investment in leadership development is a strategic imperative yet only 20% of them actually invest in leadership development. Aloy pointed to five common barriers cited by healthcare organization leaders for not investing in leadership development. Let's take a deeper dive into each one of those. So number one is the lack of financial and staff resources. This stands out as a primary deterrent preventing many organizations from committing to leadership development. Concerns about expenses and resource limitations hinder the creation of the necessary infrastructure for these programs. Number two is short-term focus. Now this emerges as another roadblock as organizations prioritize immediate results over long-term development. The pressure to meet financial targets often overshadows the importance of building a strong leadership team capable of navigating future challenges. This short-sighted approach may hamper growth and hinder organizations from achieving their full potential. Number three, a lack of understanding. This also plagues many organizations as they fail to grasp the critical nature of developing leaders. Perceiving it as an unnecessary expense rather than a vital investment, they overlook the long-term benefits such development programs offer. Our fourth item, resistance to change. You probably all have heard that in uh, medical practices before, but there can be that roadblock put up, that resistance to change. And this can further exacerbate the situation with leaders hesitant to invest in developing new leaders who may challenge their authority and disrupt the status quo. And this could be worth an inside look and a podcast all its own. Let's look at the fifth one, lack of time to develop their leaders. 
Now, building effective leaders is a time-consuming process that demands careful attention and investment. However, the reluctance to commit these resources hampers the growth and potential of leaders and the organization. As a bonus here, MGMA members can read the full article to discover how Dr. Aloy worked with Munson Physician Network to identify 37 managers across seven departments and place them in a new leadership development institute consisting of leader assessments, MGMA knowledge assessments, leadership development plans, group coaching, one-on-one leadership success coaching, and more. Each of the 37 practice managers in the Munson Institute had individual development plans based on strengths that they identified and development opportunities with goals for each of those areas and specific action plans. As Aloy said, we made sure these action plans and focus areas aligned with strategic goals so that we weren't creating more work for the individuals in the organization. As Aloy concludes, most of the time, the competencies needed for development align strongly with the values of the organization. Now, you'll be able to hear Susan Aloy, along with Kristen Baird, um, presenting Leadership Reimagined Tomorrow's Success Starts Today on Monday, October 23rd, during the 2023 Leaders Conference in Nashville. I'll provide a direct link to that uh, registration in the episode show notes. So this is going to do it for this week of MGMA's Week in Review. I want to thank you so much for being a listener to the MGMA Podcast Network. As you travel into this weekend, I wish you the best. Uh, Stay cool out there. We're seeing record highs across the country, so take care of yourself. But do something fun, if at all possible. Take care, and we'll talk again next week. If you like the work we're doing, please consider becoming an MGMA member. Learn more at mgma.com slash membership.